temptation. Um, it's something we're experiencing more times than we're actually aware of. Yep. I mean, there's probably areas of temptation which we're all um, vulnerable in. Uh, and, uh, and so we're aware of those, but there's things going on all the time uh, where we are being tempted to... And temptation is really about being disobedient to God. Tempta- it's temptation to sin. Okay? And uh, so think about this. Uh, uh, you're watching the news and the news portrays a negative um, picture of you know, a politician and he encourages you to, to judge them. So what do you do? Most of the time we judge them. Despite Jesus saying, judge not, okay? And often the, the judgment is it's, it's judgmental you know, because the way the media presents, well, the news presents things is often in a judgmental way and it's actually encouraging us to make a, a, a negative judgment. It's, doesn't, it's, not, it's not just here's the news and you work out what you want to do with it. It actually presents a particular point of view and it's asking you to agree with it. And if you agree with it and it's, a, it's an ungodly agreement, then you're actually going against God and you're actually agreeing with the enemy who's the accuser of the brethren. Um, there's times where um, someone messes it up and you just say, stupid, or do you say, Lord, show mercy to them. Okay, so things are happening all the time. Uh, you're involved in the traffic. Temptation is to get irritated. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Or just say, Lord, my life is ordered by you. Uh, this is not uh, a surprise to you. Lord, help me to redeem the time. So there's these temptations all the time. It happens in church services. Oh, the preacher's going on too long. <laughs> so what do you do? Grumble, grumble, grumble. Or do you say, Lord, give grace to the preacher. Do you pray for them rather than grumble? Right. So it's there all the time. And the question is, um, what do we do with it? We can't actually escape it. Um, many of you have heard of probably St. Benedict, um, who was the founder of Western monasticism. And so he thought, I'll get away from all the temptation. So what did he do? He, he went out in the wilderness for three years uh, in a cave, um, wearing a hair shirt just to remind himself of um, uh, human frailty. And even had, uh, and he thought, well, People are often a source of temptation, so I'll avoid people. And he had food lowered down to him to him in his cave. In the end, he found he couldn't actually escape it. You know, he thought he'd do this to both escape temptation and grow in grace, and it just didn't happen. So it's, there's a sense in which we can't avoid it. We just have to learn to deal with it. Um, one of the... Uh, and the, the challenge about temptation is, is having the awareness that uh, one of the descriptions of the devil is he is the tempter. So it's not just us going through life uh, and you know, making decisions. There's almost like a voice whispering to try and get us to choose an ungodly way of responding. Like, oh, you can watch that. That's not going to affect you. You see a bit of pornography. You see something unseemly. Do you have a second look? Or do you think, no, I turn away from that? And so it's recognising we've we've got an enemy um, who's seeking to deflect us from God, seeking to cause us to to sin. 
because that's what the essence of temptation is, is temptation to sin. He's seeking to do that because he knows, and Scripture says, the wages of sin is death. Okay? Now sometimes we think, well, we get tempted, we do the wrong thing. I haven't died. <laughs> but the scripture's there, and so what actually happens is at that point that in, in which you're, you're being, you've yielded to temptation, something actually dies within you. Yes, there is a break in your relationship with God, like it happened to Adam and Eve when they sinned you know, against God's command. Um, then there was a break in relationship, and they lost um, peace and joy. There's always some negative outcome which is not necessarily seen straight away, but in, in the end it actually does come. It, it's actually there. And the reality is too that if... <laughs> I'll use this illustration with kids. If you draw boundaries for your children and, and they push you and you give in, what happens the next time when they meet those same boundaries? They think... Ah, mum and dad gave in on last time. If I push hard enough, they'll do it again. And so at that point, you've lost. And so this, the enemy who's looking on us, he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Then he's looking for opportunities. He might say, hey, Phil blew it the last time. If I have a go at him again this time, he'll do it again. I, I just need to put enough pressure because I know that's a weak point in his life. And so this prowling around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour, the word actually means swallow up or drown. So he's really after us to, to, to put us down, to, to destroy us. And whilst he can't take away from our salvation, he, he can make us weak and ineffective Christians because one of the things he does, he tempts us and we're, you know, entices us. And then... If we succumb to the temptation, then he's the accuser of the brethren. You messed it up big time. You knew you shouldn't have done that. You've done it. You're pretty weak, aren't you? And so he seeks to bring us under condemnation, make us aware of our failings. And if we're aware of our failings, I think, oh, uh, gee, I I can't share about my faith. Look, uh, who am I? And, and so we shut down because we're more aware of our failings rather than God. And you know, God doesn't call um, perfect people to serve him. He calls us in our imperfections. But when we're more aware of our imperfections than, than him and the enemy seeking to make us aware of that, um, we say, oh, I can't serve God because my heart's really not right with him. I'm just a, I've just messed it up. And so we're out of action for, for often long periods of time. And so this, this is the result of temptation. We break fellowship with God, but also we become weak and ineffective as Christians. And so sometimes if we're not really functioning well as Christians, we might need to ask, you know, what have I succumbed to temptation somewhere along the line? And some of that temptation can be um, just agreement with the devil. Uh, uh, I'm not much of a person. You know, like, who am I? If God could use a donkey to speak to a prophet, he can use any of us, okay? And, and, and so it's when we've made agreement with the devil, look, I'm not as talented as so-and-so, so, um, 
He can't use me. And so you agree, you can't. And so when you've made that agreement, you actually render yourself ineffective to God until you come to that point and saying, God, forgive me for believing the lie. Um, your truth is that you can use anyone whose life is surrendered to you because it's not about who they are, it's about who you are. It's about this treasure in an earthen vessel. So here's this reality about um, temptation. And one of the things we need to grasp hold of, particularly when we're being severely tested, and there will be those times where we are, and some of those times are not of our own making, they're actually of God's making. So that's a bit strange, but, but at, at times God leads us into difficult situations to actually show us what's on the inside. So when you're under pressure, what's on the inside comes out. So if you haven't got much faith and under pressure, your, your lack of faith comes out. Now, God allows that stuff to actually happen, not to condemn us, but to show us this is the reality, because truth is reality. And so God wants us to know where we're really at, so that then um, we'll actually seek his help. I often use this illustration in terms of healing, that if um, I, I might have a wound in my arm, and, and, it, and it's, uh, it's unhealed, and if anyone touches it, I react. And so what I might do in life is then not let anyone even get close to that arm. And I might, I might think, I'm okay. But God knows there's a wound there that needs fixing up. And so he'll allow someone to touch it so they'll put up my hand and say, God, I need some healing in a way in which I wouldn't because I tried to stay away from that sort of situation. So God tests us to actually grow us in character, whereas the enemy tempts us to destroy us. So sometimes tests can be reacted to in a way, in a negative way, and which is not God's purpose, in a negative way. And, and, and so we're actually pushed further out. Uh, it's like the people of Israel going through the wilderness. God led them through the wilderness so that um, they, he, he might test them so that um, what was in their heart might come out. And in the heart was grumble, grumble, grumble. Right? All right, for, you know, praise God in the good times, in the victory, going through the Red Sea, whee, celebration. Pharaoh's army destroyed, celebration. Oh, wilderness. Manna, same food, day after day. Where's the water coming from? Grumble, grumble, grumble. Rather than the faith that said, God led us out of Egypt, God led us through the Red Sea, God destroyed Pharaoh's army. Uh, If he did that for us, if he's for us, who or what can be against us? God will provide. How, I don't know. Might not be in the way in which I might want, but... God provides. So here was this test for the people of Israel, and most of them failed. Now, today's gospel reading shows one person who never failed the test. That was Jesus. So it was Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, led into the wilderness where he was, where he's fasting, 
for 40 days. So he's going to be weak physically and, and, and being tempted by the devil. So not in a great place when you're <laughs> a bit frail, feeling frail, hungry to be tested. And this is of God. And, and you think, well, why, why did God allow it for Jesus? But in, and the writer of the Hebrews actually gives us a bit of a clue. Um, in Hebrews 4, it talks about Jesus understands every weakness of ours because he was tempted in every way that we are, but he did not sin. And so when you're looking for help and you're struggling with temptation, you know, there's some struggles which just seem, I just can't handle this. You want to go to someone who has overcome. Right? Like I remember being involved in ministry, someone um, came to me for some help about a problem that I was struggling with that I hadn't overcome. I couldn't really help them. But if I'd had victory in that area, I, would, I could have said, okay, this, is what, you know, this may be a way forward for you. And so because we know that Jesus has had the victory over all temptation, he is a very present help in, in times of, of those struggles. Lord, you overcame. Help me to overcome. Because Paul writing to the Corinthians said, um, basically, all temptation is common to, to man. It's, there's there's uh, no temptation that, that's irresistible because... God who has called us is faithful and he won't cause us to be tested beyond our ability to endure. Like sometimes I think, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. And you just put up your hand and say, Lord, help. It's a great prayer to pray. I pray it often. Because ultimately, if you're going to go forward with God, you're going to be tested and tempted. Both, both. Test is a positive thing to actually help you to grow. Just as if you're, if you're an athlete, you want to get better, you actually have to do something. You have to improve your training regime. You have to do something more than you've done before to actually improve. And so for us to grow as Christians, we actually have to be exposed sometimes to situations that we've, we haven't been in before where we have to say, oh, oh, oh just help. You know, sometimes I think, I'm just not capable. Okay. Here's a, here's a fresh opportunity to learn that, you're a God who provides. I haven't seen you provide this way before, but I'm looking to you. And, we, and, and so we grow in faith. I was in this situation where it was just, not, humanly speaking, it was hopeless. But I looked to you and found that, that you, you were there for me. And so now I can share that same message. And so here's this challenge for us to, to be those who, when we face these tests, face these temptations. The temptations, learn to resist. Um, tests to say, okay, Lord, show me your way through. Now, inevitably, we, we'll all fail. <laughs> Somewhere along the line. That's part of the course. But God doesn't give up on us despite how many times we might have failed. I'm thankful for a wife that hasn't given up on me a number of times I've failed. <laughs> right? But God's even more so. And he wants us to learn from our failures. Learn, hey, your own strength's insufficient. Learn there's some areas in life that you've got to avoid. 
They're just no-go areas because you're going to get knocked over in them unless God leads you into them. If God's leading, then he'll give you grace to stand. But if you're there out of your own will, you're going to get knocked over. And so we need to be aware. Hey, I've got to avoid these areas because I'm going to get knocked over. Okay, so in, in, in these times of testing, to avoid those areas, but if we get... If we fail, it's not the end of the picture or the end of the story. If we fail, then say, Lord, forgive me. Thank you that you are a God of mercy. Thank you you don't treat me according to the way my, sin, my sins deserve. Thank you that you. And thank you that Jesus suffered that I might be forgiven. And so we turn to Jesus and we receive his forgiveness. It's It's instant. Sometimes we feel we receive forgiveness and then we have to punish ourselves. We all do that. I shouldn't have done that. Let me be in misery. No, we don't have to punish that. Jesus experienced all the punishment we deserved. And so here's this sense that receive, confess, receive his forgiveness and move on. Aware, I've got to either avoid that area or aware that, Lord, I need to, Lean on you more than my, more than my own understanding, more than my own strength. Um, need to push into you to see a way through this stuff in a way in which I didn't. Maybe need to persevere because sometimes we think, I'll just wait on God for a while. Oh, he's not turning up. I've had it. I've just got to yield. Say, so, no, um, you've, you've promised that um, you'll give me grace to stand in this temptation and you'll, you'll give me a way out. And so here's this, this challenge that to be aware of the temptations who are out there and to learn to resist them. Sometimes if it's just too, too much, like at times the ABC news, the news for me is just too much. It's just too, so negative, I think, and I'm struggling enough anyway at the time. I have to walk away from it because I'm reacting. And God wants me to be responding rather than reacting. You know, like reacting. Oh, I wish these people had a little bit more faith or something like this. If, I, if I'm in that situation, I have to pull out of this stuff. And so it's being aware and to say, Lord, what's your way through? Because we have a helper where the Holy Spirit is our helper to guide us into right pathways for his name's sake. And so it's all out there and the challenge for us is to be aware and respond uh, the way God would have us respond. Amen? Okay, let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you that um, uh, whilst you love us as we are, you don't want us to stay as we are. You want us to become more like Jesus, who is obedient to to you in all things, who ultimately said in the biggest trial of the cross, not my will, but thine be done. And Father, we pray for um, grace just to recognize when things aren't going right, uh, Lord, to respond in godly ways. Um, and those areas of temptation that we, we've often succumbed into, succumbed to. Um, Lord, grace to, to say no and to say, I know what happened the last time. That was just such a dead end. It might have seemed pleasurable, but it was such a dead end in the end. And Lord, the humility to say, Lord, I need your help and help me to say no to this because, Lord, it's only in your strength and in your power that we overcome. Lord, help us to do that even as your son Jesus did it all the time.
in his name and for his glory we pray. Amen.